was on the very first date. He said, I'm looking for a wife. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, that is a former Bachelorette contestant. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That is not your typical New York game. Yeah, sure. yeah. Welcome back to Dear Shandy, listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. How are you today? I'm doing okay. Doing okay? Yeah. I'm very excited about this love fest. Me too. This one, by the way, has been cooking. It's been a slow roast on this one. <laughs> it's been a lot of back and forth and a lot of like trying to find the right time. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, this other love fest couple canceled. Are you able to do this week? And then the gentleman in question was like, actually, and so they really are saving our asses right now. They are. And we're very thankful. So before bringing them in, I will introduce them. You know the gentleman in question. He is the bachelor person in this relationship. You know him from season 16 of The Bachelorette. And he is the managing partner of Litany Partners, which recruits junior analysts and associates at private equity firms, hedge funds, asset managers, and investment banks. Very impressive. And his gorgeous fiance who I'm just so excited is here with us today. And she's also Hapa, so, you know, oh. <laughs> it needs a moment. Uh, she is a renowned yoga instructor, the founder of Leela Wellness, an on-the-go yoga app with classes and yoga teacher training. And there is a 200-hour immersive teacher training coming up in Bali, which I think sounds amazing. Wow. That sounds like glorious. It's very immersive. Yeah, very immersive. Bennett and Emily, thank you so much for joining us today. Of course. Thank you guys so much for having us. Great to meet you. Look at this couple. I mean, yeah, that's, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I got to catch my breath. I know. So. <laughs> oh, stop it, you guys. No. Your home is beautiful, by the way. Oh, thank oh, you. Thank We're you. on the Upper West Side. You, you were once New Yorkers, but then you betrayed us. I know, I know. We're actually going to be back next week. Um, really? So business and hosting. Emily's going to be hosting a couple of events uh, for, for a new fitness uh, app and launch that she's putting on as well. Wow. Amazing. Are you from New York, Bennett? No, no, no. Quite far from it, despite what you may have seen on TV. Mm. Um, I'm actually from the South. I was, um, you know, from Atlanta, grew up down there, um, was there for, you know, until I was 18 and then went to, you know, Boston and then to New York and now LA. So kind of just Make my way around the map. Mm -hmm. Wow, I would have never guessed. No southern accent whatsoever. It's true. Yeah, but you know, I'm I'm still seeking, uh, you know, fried chicken at any any given okay. moment, and the southern the southern hospitality and you know comfort food and everything really hits home. My mom yeah. does have an accent, but I never really had one. You know, if you talk to my mom, my name, you know, Ben is uh, Ben. It's a two syllable Ben. And, <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, you know, few few of my family members do have an accent, but you know, I just kind of never really stuck. I think it's just dependent on, you know, where, where you are in Atlanta. It's a very urban city, of course, you know. Mm. I mean, you don't have a New York accent. Andy's a New Yorker. He doesn't have an accent. I say water. You do say water. Water. <laughs> and Emily, is this true? You were born in Panama? This is what an online article told me. Yes, yes. Um, so I'm ch half Chinese, but my father is from a Chinese ethnic enclave in Panama. Wow. Wow. Yep, the whole family is Panamanian Chinese, and then we moved over to Florida with pretty much my whole family. So, yeah, not, it's pretty not, funny. My dad is 100% ethnically Chinese, but doesn't speak a lick of Chinese and only speaks Spanish and English now. Wow. So I have to understand, how did he end up in Panama? Um, so my great-grandparents moved from China to Panama to work on the Panama Canal. 
Wow. I was going to guess that, but I thought something might be wrong with that. I, I wanted to no, wait. No, 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 no. Guess. <laughs> that is a good guess, but I understand why you didn't want to go there Yeah, first. I felt like something, something, <laughs> my spidey sense went off. Like, watch out. Yeah. Okay, so you two, today is just all about you and your love story, relationship dynamics. We're going to have fun. This is love an fun. excuse to gush about each other. <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah, right? Who doesn't love that? So we're going to start at the very beginning and learn how the two of you met. You want to start or you want me to to do that one? (laughs) No, you do it. All right. So um, Emily was uh, a yoga instructor, is a yoga instructor, obviously. And I'm I'm a big yoga fan and started, you know, as I was kind of working out and abusing my body for, for too many years as a you know, former football player and basketball player, just working out how you, you know, kind of grow up and are taught to work out, uh, putting on weight and all those things, taking, taking a major toll on the body. So I started yoga, um, you know, and, and been, went to a lot of the studios around New York City and was pretty well versed, um, but found a class I particularly liked uh, a block and a half from my old apartment down in Chelsea. Um, on 14th Street, and Emily was the uh, yoga instructor, the yoga studio coordinator, you know, and started going to her class on, on a regular basis. This was, um, what, 2019, 2019. So, you know, pre-show, pre-pandemic, you know, all those things. Um, and fast forward, the studio uh, shut down, you know, when the pandemic hit, because it was kind of a, a launch there in, in 2019 as many things did. And, um, you know, we, we weren't in touch, but, um, as I became single, I, you know, obviously noticed her and did not start, you know, hitting on her at the, uh, yoga studio. I wanted to maintain my favorite class of, of the week. Yeah. And, don't shit um, where you eat, better. Exactly. Just exactly. Some shit where you're yeah, downward dog, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. you don't want to be the creep, uh, you know, hitting on the yoga teacher. I was in a relationship. Emily was in a relationship. It wasn't, you know, even remotely like that. Um, so fast forward relationships ended pandemics, you know, hit and, uh, the studio shut down and I had an email that is an auto generated email, you know, from fitness instructors. When you go to their classes, you get the thank you for coming to our class. Um, and I'm an old school guy, I'm a recruiter. And, and so I thought, you know, I'm going to use this email. I sent uh, an email, <laughs> shot, shot, you know, via email, uh, to Emily and, you know, she was, still dating someone um fast forward you know six months later or so i i shot another email she was still dating someone and then fast forward three to six months you know later from that and shot another email uh we're you know in kind of end of uh 2020 2021 at this point shot my shot again and finally it was uh you know stars aligned and she was single and coming to new york and said it would be a perfect time to get together Wow. wow. That's great. Three times a charm. Or you get blocked. One of the or two. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You either find your future mate or yeah, you yeah. get blocked. It's so funny. I feel like those emails, most people are like, delete. Yeah. It's like when I get an email from like the CEO of like LinkedIn. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. Dear CEO of LinkedIn. I don't like what yeah. you said. Emily, does that all track with you? I, I mean, you you looked very serene listening to that. It didn't look like you had any fact yeah. checking to do. I mean, when Ben was coming to my classes, I already had a little bit more respect for him because he always came for the 75 minute level two hot yoga class that, you know, was like my pride and joy of the entire week. 
Oh, you know, and at the manager of a studio, I was teaching all kinds of different classes and there was like yoga sculpt classes, which were good, but they're more commercial yoga. But Ben went to the more spiritual Sunday classes. He always stood out. I thought he was like in our model program because we teach models for free at that yoga <laughs> And I just didn't think anything of it. I just didn't. I was like, oh, he's a really good student. That's nice. Um, when he first reached out to email me about a date, obviously I was with someone and that happened a few times, but it was just kind of like stars aligned on that third time. My prior relationship, uh, just completely didn't work out during COVID. I was with him for a month and I was like, I cannot be with you 24 seven and I need to leave this relationship now. Yeah. You can thank COVID for that. Yeah. Yep. I just came home and, you know, enjoyed my single dumb for a little while and then was being, was just getting so stir crazy in Florida that I was like, I'm going to just come up and see my friends for a week in New York. And it just happened to be that he emailed me the day after I booked my flight, I was like, oh, actually, I am going to be in New York that week. Let's let's go for a date. Oh, very nice. We ended up going on four dates that week that I was there. <laughs> I don't even know if they're considered dates after yeah. in one yeah, week, exactly. four days. Like, I think you're dating. I was on the very first date. He said, I'm looking for a wife. I was like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, that is a former Bachelorette contestant. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That is not your typical New York game. Yeah, sure. yeah. I want you to know my intentions are pure. Wait, we haven't even ordered drinks yet. Yeah, Take yeah. it easy. Yeah, you'd spent many hours in an ITM room. <laughs> so, right. Emily, I feel like it wasn't the first time a student had hit on you. Am I right or wrong? It was a wild guess. It wasn't the first time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... I want to know, Emily, did you see Bennett's season or did you end up watching it afterwards? Like when you got to know him? I'm just curious. Yeah. So I watched a few episodes <laughs> and then um, I coincidentally went to Tulum and was just they didn't play the the show there. I just didn't watch the rest of it. Uh-huh. And I'm I'm okay with that. I I got to see all the memes. I was active on Instagram. I saw the memes, but that, that was really it. I tried not to get too involved too involved in the show. It wasn't really a thing, you know, I, and, and no surprise there. I just and that's just also my thing. Like I, I don't watch TV. I just don't watch Netflix, Hulu, anything. I'm just like not a TV person. I'm a books person. It was all TV. What about video games? (laughs) (laughs) I wish. I wish. No, no video games. So no. Oh, my God. She's like an adult. No screen time. It's like with kids. You have to be like, no more screen time. You must be so happy. Yeah. Yeah. So pure. No, no. I mean, I'm, I'm a big fantasy lover. Like I love Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones. Uh, for my people who like fantasy, like Sarah J. Mass, Brian Sanderson, like in the books are like thousands of pages long. So they just occupy all my time. So House of the Dragon, oh. thumbs up or thumbs down? Mm. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> I guess I'm easy to please. I just need a lot of dragons and I'm happy. Yeah, you love dragons. <laughs> yeah, but you sound like a purist. You were like, no, this is not. <laughs> I, I, I like I'm almost always like the book version more than I like the the TV version. Okay. Oh, God bless. Yeah. So I'm curious to know first impressions then. You you thought he was in the model program and <laughs> you know, you thought he seemed like a nice guy. It just it sounds like, like an outreach program. I know. Like these models need yoga too, you know. 
work in progress, these yeah. models, pilots. Yeah. So you go on these dates, you know, you agree to meet up in New York. You happen to be there. You go on the first date. And at this point, you know, there's been a lot of buildup. I want to know what your first impressions are, like not in a yoga studio, not in that setting, and also how those have changed, if at all. <laughs> you can't look at me. You got to answer this one. Just go for it. Um, you know, I thought he was very considerate in the yoga studio classroom because he would actually put his mat right next to mine. Like, do you know that you're putting your, putting your, <laughs> yeah, your you Considerate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on, we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> I would teach hot yoga and he would sweat so profusely that he would be spraying the people around him <laughs> and maybe was it slow motion? <laughs> was it like, or was it just gross? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and so I thought, I was like, oh, he knows that he would rather sweat on my mat because I'm usually walking around the class. I'm not really on my mat. Mm. So he has a little bit more space and he can sweat on my mat. So I always already thought he was pretty considerate. And I was like, oh, he's good at yoga. And he, he takes my advanced class. I like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I went on a first date, with him he was telling me about his experience on the show all these things and I just I came to it with no expectations I you know I almost always in the past I always dated Asian guys and so he was my first like older white guy I had no (laughs) idea what to expect I was just sitting there and he was talking and I was like oh (laughs) so much going on right now (laughs) taking it all in and he's a character too I mean from what we know I I hadn't said anything to her you know prior really to that I said one thing to her on the first class the first class I went to her class and on the way out you know I'm just drenched and I kind of look up like this and I say you have the most graceful yoga practice I've ever seen and kept walking and and that was it And yeah, 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 it was good. It was a good line, but, but, and, and, but it was true. And, you know, I didn't say anything else to her for a year or, you know, until I sent my emails. Uh, <laughs> and so, so that this, there was a bit of a buildup, you know, and then, and then we met and she realized I was, you know, quite a character, as you said, you know, and, and just kind of hit it, hit it from there. I love that. I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a, clearly a sucker for that too. I remember yeah. like when I first met you, it was just like so much, so emotive and so much expression, so much personality, you know, it's just like whatever flavor it is, it's like a 10 on the flavor scale is not diluted. And yeah, oh, I, I respect. Nice. Are you talking about res- me? Yeah. Well, I'm no, talking about, like you know, she was, someone. she was taking it all in talking to him. And I, I relate to that because yeah. I've dated some guys that, yeah. you know, they're nice. They're nice. Like Olive Garden. Olive Garden. Although that has a lot of flavor. I think basically you're calling me Olive Garden. Unlimited, uh, you know, in some yes. yeah. yeah, unlimited breadsticks. Okay, so Bennett, how about you? You go on that first date and you guys are not getting out of the part B of this question, which is how those have changed, if at all, but we'll, we'll get to that. Bennett, you go on the first date. You earned this with three persistent emails. And what are you thinking? Yeah, no, I mean, it, it was a game changer for me. I think, you know... Um, Historically, being in, in in New York, you know, I was I was always a dater and in pretty serious in relationships, you know, link, lengthy relationships. Um, and then when I was single, I was very single, right? And those those periods of time <laughs> where we're short and fewer and further between. But it's New York City, you know, you're out, you're meeting people, you're you're dating a lot, um, and it's the big leagues of dating. It, it's the big leagues of dating, and and so you know, I think you're as you 
get more mature, uh, your ability to realize when there's a game changer, um, you know, and, and identify that quickly and, you know, drop all other cards and focus in is really what it requires to be successful dating in the city, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, um, uh, you know, when I met Emily, it was absolutely a game changer and it wasn't, I unfortunately weren't able to kind of be, you know, exclusive right away because she was living in Florida, um, and, you know, I'd moved back and live with her family and was kind of, you know, going to Tulum and doing all these, you know, other things. So in my mind, it was exclusive right out of the gates, but, it, you know, we, we, we couldn't really, you know, get there and define because of the, the distance. And I, at what, 36 at the time, didn't feel like a long distance relationship was really something that was feasible or something that I wanted to pursue. Um, and it wasn't something we even had to talk about. This is interesting because now we're talking logistics. So you went back to Florida after that week. So what he's getting at is that we never had like this moment that was like, will you be my girlfriend? And I was kind of no DTR. I was looking (laughs) for this question, this statement. And it finally Mm -hmm. came like to my birthday. And I was like, why haven't you said this? (laughs) Yeah. State your intentions. (laughs) Yeah. He was like, oh, I thought it was assumed. And I was like, well, you're lucky that. I was more or less on the same wavelength because like you didn't actually say anything. Oh, this is okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bennett, what, what happened there? How did you, how did that not get said? You given know, on the honestly, first day you I, said I, you were I looking had, for a right, wife. So in, in New York, you know, if I lived there for 15 years, I had four significant relationships, um, you know, and, and all of those were, you know, a year and a half, um, a year, three and a half and five and a half years. And this is not counting Emily. Um, never won one of them. Did I ever have to have a defining the relationship conversation? It was just, you know, when, when you kind of are, are constantly in touch with someone and there's, you know, the physical connection and you're, you're spending your emotional energy and, you know, time with that person on, on a super regular basis, um, I don't know, maybe it was just in my mind and a little bit of cockiness and a, po- a power play in, in my view, but I just never thought that I needed to say, Hey, will you be my girlfriend? That seems so elementary to me. Yeah. I kind of agree with him. Oh, I, I agree with show, her. Show don't tell. Yeah, yeah. But I agree with her, like, especially, you know, in a straight but situation. She was, but maybe that's what Emily was used to. Yeah. And she was just trained to think that that was coming. But really, if you show like if you're really like, look, I'm here all the time. I mm-hmm. love you. Like, look at what I'm doing. You shouldn't have to say, by the way, we're boyfriend, girl. So I <laughs> agree circa another time. But when yeah. everyone's on all the apps and dating multiple people and See, I'm he, speaking from another time, assuming- from a time long ago. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm old school, you know, like you. And I, I agree. I, that was kind of my, my mind and the way I was thinking. And I wasn't you know, on a bunch of apps, but to, to her point and, and yours, Charlene, you know, I think uh, certainly kind of with the show and the, the social media pop and, you know, all of those things like life is, was a little bit different at that point. And it probably would have been best if I had just kind of put it, you know, the card, those cards out there and, and verbalized it. But I still felt like how, how could I be spending any other time, you know, with anyone else, right? It's like, I'm, I'm one man, you know? I, only have I mean, he, he sent three emails to the corporate address. Three. That's right. <laughs> For that extra special. Oh, God. For that extra special piece, shop Jenny Kane. <laughs> 
Christy. That was a really good jingle. Oh, thanks. And it really does fit Jenny Kane because mm-hmm. it is an extra special piece for Luxury. Jenny Luxury. Luxury. I am a big believer in fewer things that are like high quality couldn't agree more yeah especially when it comes to like that perfect cardigan that like perfect knit piece which i think jenny kane just aces they are on top of that perfect cashmere cardigan the perfect slouchiness the perfect thickness the perfect weight the perfect softness people think that all cashmere like 100 cashmere is always the same it's not i own one jenny kane piece and let me tell you the where i get out of it it's like i own five well that's the thing about high quality versatile classic pieces oh, jenny kane is classic it spans all times it can go with any outfit something you have from 10 years ago or something you buy tomorrow and the cardigan which you own which happens to be one of their best sellers yes. has over 1800 five-star reviews yeah that cannot be ignored. Quality is so important. Mm. If I had to do my whole life over again, one thing I would implement is quality over quantity. And while Jenny Kane is known for their cashmere, like they're, they're famous for it, but they also nail cotton, like high quality cotton. I feel like we've forgotten what high quality cotton is because cotton's so ubiquitous. Mm-hmm. But when you have a piece that's high quality cotton, it lasts forever ever and goes with everything and it's the perfect summer fabric there is a wide array of cotton quality from crap to amazing <laughs> so find your forever pieces at jennycane.com slash dear shandy and i love that forever pieces mm-hmm. I, we know what that means i know exactly what that yeah means. you know what i feel about forever pieces i wish there were i had more yeah. i want more forever pieces and fewer of all the other yeah. stuff you know what are not forever pieces what? is the giant box i just sent to goodwill you're right. You're right. Get 15% off your first order when you use code Dear Shandy at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at Jenny Kane, J E N N I K A Y N E dot com slash Dear Shandy, promo code Dear Shandy. How about my tub? Should I get my tub? <laughs> I'm rolling, by the way. This is, we're starting yet. Andy's getting his tub of care of chocolate protein powder that you love so very much. There we go. I feel like this is show and tell. Look at that tub. You know, there's high quality cocoa powder in there and you can taste it. Mm. It's so good. I don't think of it as anything but a delicious drink. Yeah. no. I feel like I'm cheating. Well, so I force myself to only take it when I'm working out so that I don't get used to it too much because right now I'm, I look forward to working out so that I can have that first. Isn't that amazing? So mm-hmm. you work out more because you want to drink this. <laughs> So Care-of, in case you haven't heard of it, is a subscription service that ships high-quality vitamins, supplements... And powders. (laughs) ...conveniently to your door every month. We are such a big fan of this service. And it's bespoke. We honestly seem to really love bespoke things here. But I swear, everyone's different. I don't think I should be taking the same one-size-fits-all multivitamin as someone else who has a totally different set of genes than I do. Yeah, it's like if you went to the doctor and he's like, oh, you're six-foot-tall American man. Yeah, here's this. And that's why Care-of is so great. They have an online quiz that's very in-depth, but not too long. I no, love no, how no, they, no. they value your time. Yeah. And you basically fill out how you're feeling, how you want to feel, what your health and lifestyle goals are. And then they'll recommend the appropriate vitamins, supplements, and powders for your needs. So go to TakeCareOf.com and use promo code SHANDY50 to get 50% off your first Care-of order. Again, that's 50, 50% off your first Care-of 
takecareof order when you go to takecareof.com, promo code Shandy50. So today you've been together for two years, two and a half years-ish, Yeah, right? right? Yeah. How would you two say that you complement each other? Yin and yang. So if Ben <laughs> is the one who's in his work mode, he's actually maybe planning a vacation for us or something or like planning stuff. That's his specialty. He loves planning. He loves being the doer, go-getter, loves, you know, crafting things into creation or making things happen. And I'm oh. more of allow things to happen. Like it'll organically <laughs> pop up. The opportunity will just land itself in my inbox. It's the right person, <laughs> the right place. It's all coming together all the time. And you just don't have to force it. Oh, I love it. I'm much That's more of a so creative funny. own offense kind of guy and, you know, like a, a drive driver's seat. Um, and, you know, I need to be a little bit more like Emily sometimes in, in that sense. Um, but I just kind of, you know, grew up, I think, you know, in the work ethic and, and hard work and, you know, getting to where I was, um, you know, in finance and then transitioning and working into recruiting, which is very much a hustle, hustle, hustle. That's all I know how to do, you know, uh, whether it was growing up playing sports or, you know, schoolwork or, you know, fast forward to your career now, that's just kind of how I operate. Do you ever feel like you're like, he's rubbing off on you in a good way, Emily? Yeah, definitely. He puts, he gives me more structure. Actually, it's so funny when Ben goes on his work trips and I'm like by myself in the house, I'm like, no structure. I don't know what time I'm going to bed. I don't know what time I'm waking up. Like nothing is ha- like no meals are being eaten. <laughs> like gray, everything is like. Ooh. This is a real so creative now type. I know whenever Ben is going, I have to like invite my mom over or like, have, you know, have house guests, like have my friends come or something. Yeah, okay. I live by routine, you know, and a creature of habit. So it's kind of like that, that structure is just like the only way that I get everything done. Um, you know, and I still, there's always other things I can be getting done. So it is really nice, you know, and take, take a deep breath. And then I'm, I'm like, you know, sprinting out and the last person in the yoga class when I, when I get there, but I need to take that time to calm myself and like, you know, just chill out or go, go to the gym. And that's kind of my, my meditation or going and doing something in nature, you know, with Emily and I, it's nice to have that mentality and that approach to life is, you know, something that's complementary to my uh, sort of rigidity and schedule as well. Yeah. It sounds like Bennett, you're, you're slightly getting the, the better deal. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> I would agree. I would agree with that 100% for sure. I want you to calm me. Lucky. Be I, my Emily. I am also, no, I'm getting the better deal too. Oh, I'm not that calming though. No. I don't think I'm that calming. I'm definitely calming. the creative. Like I'm more like, oh, like less structure. It'll come. I love how even in her case, like even her future husband just like landed in her inbox. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. She yeah. Was right. <laughs> it's time for your question, Andy. Oh, my favorite this is, question. This is always Andy's question. Nice. Okay. So how do you guys fight and resolve conflict and who says sorry first? Yeah. We want to play by play. <laughs> okay. I have that answer. <laughs> Emily's pointing yeah, yeah, at yeah. Bennett. He always says sorry first, which is very nice. <laughs> smart, smart, yeah, smart. I mean, man. it's just like I, I, I um, you know, grew up in a pretty, pretty volatile household. And so there was, you know, fighting was was and communication was super poor. Right. Um, and, and, you know, it was not something that I was like taught and and knew just from from a childhood and the examples in front of me, you know, and so running, running on a, a high level of stress and a serious, you know, rigidity schedule, there's, there's, you know, emotional spikes 
And I think that our ability to communicate exactly what the problem is, obviously, and, and tackle the problem and not get wrapped up in the emotions that are, you know, extraneous uh, factors, things that are kind of impacting you is is the main thing that we try to focus on is like, what's really the problem here, you know, and just have a conversation about it. Um, right. I, ideally, and, and kind of come back to, okay, this is the issue. I'm not mad about X, Y, and Z. I think we do a really good job of um, not bringing up past, you know, arguments and, mm. and just kind of focusing on, on what the present is, uh, for the most part. Right. Yeah. So it's funny. Even because- that answer said it's so corporate. You should write apology uh, letters. You know, those apology letters, like corporate apologists. Oh, yeah. I think you'd be good at that. There's a lot of contracts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, okay. So on the opposite end, my parents are both psychiatrists. What? Oh, whoa. Both. Yin and yang. Yin and yang. Wow. So <laughs> my mom specifically focuses on psychotherapy. My dad is very spiritual, but focuses a little bit more on just straight up pharmaceutical psychiatry. But I had a no argument household. Like literally never seen an argument between my parents in my entire life. Wow. Wait. Are you- literally never. It just never happened. And they they separated, by the way, when I was in, in high school. But oh. if they had an argument, they they just got in the car or did it somewhere. So, oh, so they had arguments, but they left. They, they didn't let you see them. Leave. So we oh. never saw, my brother and I never saw a single argument in our entire life. So I almost feel like sometimes I don't know how to deal with wow. the conflict. Um, that's amazing. I've never heard aware. of that. That's I mean, that's such dedication. And they split up. I yeah. mean, that's, I mean, not to belittle that, but that's incredible. Wait, did that come out of left field that you? For never you? saw anything. Like when you were in high school and suddenly they were separating, were you like- Yeah, you're like, you never argue. How did that happen? Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. I kind of picked it up because they just weren't touchy-feely. Huh. Mm. You know, like when you look at, when you go to other parents' households or other kids' houses and like the parents are all like, my parents weren't yeah. really like, so I thought okay. there was something a little weird. But huh. yeah, for my brother, who's not quite as intuitive- he was like, <laughs> but no, they wow. were just friends. Like um, my parents, they work at the same office. So it's still. like, still, they're still oh, friends. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. They're still like, you're a good person. I'm a good person, but we're just better off with different people. So advanced. Yeah. Very, very advanced evolved. Conflict resolution. Yeah. I had really not had a lot of conflicts before in some of my prior relationships. It was more just like, hmm. I just don't like you anymore. I fell out of love and then I break up with them. <laughs> wow. I, I just wouldn't understand what was going on. And when my mother, my That's mom explained it to me, she was like, you know what? Maybe in your past, your exes were very like maybe beta to me where I was actually more of a leader and they were more of a follower. And so I would lose interest in the relationship. But Ben is the opposite where Ben is like very rah-rah. And sometimes there are specific things that I get to be very particular about as well. And when we're both kind of like butting heads about things, what I've noticed is usually that it's a matter of timing. Either he's hungry, he's (laughs) at work, he's trying to do something else. It's just a matter of timing. Like you can talk about the same exact thing where I'm very particular and he's very particular, but if you're just talking about it when he's relaxed or like we're watching TV or, or whatever else, it's like, then we can have a conversation. So so true. I don't necessarily know if there's like conflict resolution. Pretty much if we're already butting heads, it's like we'll go for wait. a walk. Yeah. Go watch TV. Let's just 
<laughs> rediscuss when we're yeah, we'll like come, we'll come back state to change. It. Yeah, we'll yeah. come back to it exactly. And I think that's super helpful. She's right. The eating, you know, that hypoglycemia. <laughs> that's hit. number one. <laughs> that's no the fa- family feud number one answer for <laughs> for domestic fights. Do you miss fighting, Bennett? I'm not kidding. No, no, not at all. <laughs> Just no, checking. Not at all. That, that was like, you know, traumatizing childhood and situations. You know, okay. I, I, I very much know um, what I have with Emily. And, you know, it's like the, the best heart and the best upbringing, like the ability to have, have found uh, a perfect match and someone that can compliment and, you know, uh, calm me and and bring all of the elements of joy and love that I had ever, you know, didn't even know were possible to my life is uh, really, really special. Such mm. a blessing. Oh. How, I mean, my goodness. That's, that's How beautiful. Very... Until the day she's just like, oh, I'm going to break up with you. Like, what the <laughs> hell? <laughs> Where did this come from? <laughs> he went to beta. We don't fight. No, Emily, you know, you're the first person in all of our love fest to ever talk about the timing. Yeah. But it's so I mean, I guess that's what you get when both parents are therapists. Yeah. Because that's so true. Mm -hmm. It's I honestly think that like 80 percent of fights can be avoided based on. Absolutely. Just like reading. Know your audience. Yeah. that, That that the tension in the air is and yeah. and unrelated to even what you're fighting about like is it already tense in the air I, I found, wait? I fi- finally, it's never happening again. I finally figured it out. There was a little stain on the counter that you used tur- turmeric and turmeric this makes is, a stain. Well, I'm going to ask oh, you yeah. in a second what you guys And we were about. already in like sort of another sort of like sub fight, like, a, you I mean, know, it fight. A, it was like a, wait, a We tip? were both like a little bristly at each other for something else. Yeah. And then, I, and then it came out of my mouth before I even, like, I didn't, it just came out. I was like, I was like, you got some stains on the counter. And I was like, oh, that was a bad call. <laughs> Did I lose it? And then it was over. It's like a full-blown fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you just have to know, like, what is your audience? Pick Are your they battles. prepared for the show? You know, picking a battle is not just about the battle itself. It's the timing of the battle. You pick when yeah. to fight that you battle. Can. You have to hold it in. If you're like, I want to do it right now, just check it. Check your environment and wait. Okay, so you know that a hot button thing over here is a stain on the counter. What is something you guys fight about? Oh, it's similar. It's similar. Actually, I'm a little bit more of a messy one. She is the messy one. And so he will <laughs> no, start to let get. It be. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets a little bit more prickly when things are not in their place. Mm. So it's like, where's the kitchen iPhone cord or something like that? I'm like, oh, I was <laughs> using it earlier. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, put 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 you know the the structure in in places where they they make sense, and then you go and they're gone. It's like. <sighs> What? And I know, you know, it's little things like that. Oh, yeah. You're like that. 90% of the reasons I get annoyed at you is when I go to look for something and it's not where I found it. And it's not where I thought I left it. And 90% of those times, I actually was the one who moved it to the wrong place. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So one more question before we get to the game. Are there any beliefs about relationships that have changed now that you have this one? I would say that it's very important to distinguish when you're when you have conflicts with someone, is it because of the person or is it because of cohabitating? Mm. And that's actually something I never thought about, but half or even more, maybe 90% of the conflicts that we do have are just because we're two people who are living together and we have to figure out how to live together, how to organize our time, our space, our boundaries. When do I need alone time? When do I need to have time with my friends? How do I organize myself and my life? And then just do that really up close with another person. And for the most part, I feel like that's 
a, a whole dynamic that is very different from who we are as lovers. Like who yeah. we are as lovers was like the most easiest, natural, like spontaneous thing ever. And then it's who are we as living partners? That's like can be a little bit more chafing. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, I relate yeah, to that. Yeah, that's a you know anything. I think of course cohabitating. You know that brings on all sorts of you know new challenges, and you you figure out what people's quirks are and how they like things, and you work together right to build a home. And to her point, like moving and to your own space versus, you know, cohabitating together and moving. One person usually moves into someone else's place, but then going and getting your own fresh place together and doing the decorating together and all that good stuff. Um, that That's really, I think, helpful in taking a relationship to the next level, level and getting that ownership, you know, and something together. Um, you know, for, for me, I think it goes back uh, probably just thinking about prior relationships and, and like forcing and trying to make things work and having what I've learned, you know, with Emily, um, you know, obviously taking that less life lesson, you can't really, um, put a square peg into a round hole, uh, you know, don't force it. Right. And when things are not working out, you know, I, I am one that wants to turn over every leaf in, in a, a relationship until it's like totally dead. But when you've got <laughs> things that are, it's like, you don't need to do that. Yes, is the like, horse when, fully dead or is there any more to beat out right, of it? Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, um, I look back and regret, you know, some of uh, my relationships probably that went on a little bit too long, you know, and it was, was, should have been broken, you know, much earlier. Um, and I think it's, that's, those are all life lessons that he continued to take, you know, with me, but uh, there should be some ease, you know, to, to a relationship. It shouldn't be, um, I mean, obviously all relationships are, are work and effort and, you know, you're going to have conflict, but um, I think there should be some ease, ease to the uh, journey as well. Yes. yes, ease. Right? An easy, difficult, lovely journey. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. we talk about ease a lot over here cuz you know sometimes well we've said more than once that we think relationships should be easy. And it's funny the re- reaction you'll get. Some people are like that's not true, you know, relationships or marriage is hard work and all that stuff. But you define this better. I want you to cuz you word this better than I do. Yeah, well I just feel like if your life feels more, um, I guess the word would be uh, light uh-huh. with somebody else, then that's probably a good relationship. And I do not think that work, when people say work, relationships are work, I don't think that relationships should ever be more work than being by yourself unless that work is a labor of love that you are using to make the good relationship even better. Mm. Was that it? Yeah. No, you got there. But it's true. It's like life is work. Like we all have to work to just clothe ourselves and eat and put a roof over our heads and all this stuff. It's like the thing that should not be work is entering your home and interacting with the person you've chosen to cohabitate with, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh, Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Compromise and work are two very different things. I was just thinking the, the leaf turning over a new leaf. Yeah. That phrase. I know that's not how you used it, but right. what the hell does that mean? <laughs> I feel like this seems like something Bennett would know. So, you know what I mean? Turning over a new leaf. Um, you know, I, I think it's, yeah, it's discovering something, you know, new and or a new way. No, no, no. We know what it means. What's the origin? Yeah. What does that mean? What is, since when am I turning over leaves ever in any situation? Is it a season? <laughs> 
wonder if it's a season thing. Like you're, you know, the the leaves have fallen. You're turning it over. Well, that's very figurative. Yeah, Usually these sayings are very literal. I don't think I've ever turned over a leaf. I've maybe picked up a leaf. I was like, oh look, this nice leaf, mm. but I've never turned it over. You've turned <laughs> over plenty of leaves in the fall, and you know how sometimes you see a, a very colorful, beautiful fall leaf, and you turn it over, and it's not necessarily the same on the other side. Yeah, but that defeats the perp, the meaning of the phrase "turn over a new leaf." <laughs> You're right. You're right. No, I was just making the point that you've done it. The crinkly side, the bad side, and then turn it onto the beautiful side. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so you're saying the leaf fell on its good side? That's a big. <laughs> that's a big <laughs> assumption. Okay. The fellow was ugly on the top, and then you turned around and it was beautiful on the other side. These are the things we contemplate on this podcast. Okay, we have a quick rapid fire: true or false, and then we're going to get to the game. True or oh, false? Okay. When you know, you know. True. Oh, true. Both of us. Sure. True. <laughs> Correct answer. <laughs> true or false. Timing is everything. True. Yeah. Correct. True. <laughs> there's no, there's no right absolutely wrong. correct answer. True or false. Opposites attract. True. Yeah, true. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got two out of three. That's a, that's a, okay. a that's a D minus. I have, yeah, yeah. A little, little below par. Okay. <laughs> true or false? Absence makes the heart grow fonder. True. Definitely true. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. sorry. There was four questions. Clean. So clean you got to see. <laughs> clean sweep of truth. All right. It is now time for the Dear Shandy Newlyweds game. Yeah. Yay. All right. All right. <laughs> My goodness. The two of you, you could hear a pin drop this while you were writing your answers. And it was it was very intense. Yeah. Like it felt like they were writing their SATs. Yeah. No, I liked the, I liked the weight they gave the newlyweds. Oh, yeah. No, you guys, you weren't kidding around. No. And there was one point where Bennett was <laughs> sat there writing with his mouth was in a thin line. And we were all <laughs> just watching him for a very long time until finally he went. <laughs> it's like final answer. Yeah. I gotta say, I'm very curious. I feel like it's either gonna go towards like five out of five or like zero out of five. Like I have no idea what to expect. Oh, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna give my prediction. Oh, Andy likes to predict, and he actually has a pretty good track record of getting okay. it right. All right, two two, and we go overtime. Emily wins. Ah, okay, mm-hmm. very specific. Oh, right. now it's a it's a competition. It's just oh not a, oh no, it. it's this is not fun. This is. <laughs> This is it. Yeah. Yeah. We're pitting you against each other, Bennett. Yeah, I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be pretty, pretty tight. I think it'll be pretty even. Okay. All right. So let's start with Emily, our guest of honor, our non non-bachelor, <laughs> our civilian, civilian guest of honor. And Definitely so of honor. Yes. So Bennett, this will be your point to win or lose. Emily. If you could only listen to one musician, band, or composer for the rest of your life, who would it be? And when you say it, show the camera. Um, it was Philip Glass. Oh, oh nice! Oh, what a good call! Oh, oh, tremendous! Oh, that That's a round oh. of applause. Oh, oh my goodness! Bravo. That is a I, that, very good choice. You know choice. what? You not only is that a great answer, but now I know who I would listen to. <laughs> And I've always thought about it. I was like, is it going to be this guy? Is it going to be It's Philip Glass. Yeah. You're absolutely yeah, right. Yeah, that is. Wow. Ooh. Oh, I, yeah. I already respected you, but let me just tell you that that's a very good answer. Oh like, my it's gone God. up. Oh, <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, such a good answer. Big reaction here. Oh. All right, Bennett. Oof. Did you get that? 
So um, I didn't come up with Philip Glass, but I wrote orchestra slash classical. Oh, let's see. Let's see the piece of paper. Say, let's see the piece of I got to say. Orchestra slash classical Ooh, with a, a question call. mark. This is a tough call. No, okay, it's this not is, Philip Glass. It's not Philip Glass. We're not going to give you credit. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a, an award for best effort. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I wasn't coming out with Philip Glass. So I no, no. <laughs> you did get the genre, which is is the most unlikely genre in all of these newlywed games. We've yeah, had. usually people don't go in the classical direction. Yeah. Surprisingly, actually. Uh, yeah. I think it's an it's like a no a, brainer. It's, it's a no brainer. Like a half point, maybe. You know. Yeah, yeah. If there's another half point to be had in the future, you're, then you might be given. Yeah, you're point. on the waiting list for a half point yes. now. <laughs> right, if the right, half right. point comes into play, you're going to get it. Appreciate it. Emily, this is your point to win or lose. Bennett, if you could only listen to one musician, band, or composer for the rest of your life, who would it be? It's a kind of a slant rhyme on, uh, you know, the classical orchestra, but it's Outcast. Oh, oh wow. That's a... It's ATL Outcast. Very that's solid. That's a solid call. Yeah, yes. you guys, a lot of good music playing in that house. Yeah. Respect. Yeah. And a variety. Yeah. Outcast and Philip Glass. Oh. I can't think of two things more opposite and also both excellent. Yeah. And also the most similar to ours. Yeah. Which is maybe yeah, why we like it. This is why we think it's excellent. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be. It has to be. <laughs> okay. Emily, did you get that? Yes. Nice. Oh, okay. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Nice. Oh, that's really that's impressive. Okay. So, Emily. What is your bucket list travel destination? Oh, I put New Zealand. Me too. Very, very good. Very good. Excellent choice. Yeah. So far, very good answers, regardless of whether they're right or not. Excellent We're choice. We're having a strong reaction to your answers. Bennett, did you get that? No, I put uh, 10. Oh, that's also excellent. That's a very good those are Those are two solid yeah. bucket yeah, lists. Yeah, yeah, but, but Bennett's still at zero. He loses, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, yep. Bennett, what's your bucket list travel I wrote destination? New Zealand slash Australia for myself. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's so honest. Oh. Okay, let's see, Emily. She got oh. New Zealand for him. Two wow. for Emily. My goodness. Oh, she's cleaning up here. Very impressive. I, I the reason I said that was so honest is because he could have been like, oh yeah, New Zealand, I, I had that. Oh, that's but, yeah, true. but it was that's his true. answer. Question number three, Emily, what is your biggest peeve? And you guys agreed that it would be about each other and not about the world at large. So my pet peeve about Ben? Yes. Uh, all right, then I messed this one up. Uh, I, yeah, I, oh. I thought this was like your biggest peeve, like that you, um, you know, want for yourself not about the other person. Oh, that's so sweet. He, he couldn't so sweet. think he of couldn't one He couldn't even piece. imagine that they would be talking about each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so my, my like, biggest like frustration, biggest peeve about you, I can do that really quickly. Okay, like, okay. nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable undoing. The greatest fiance of the year award. Execution of undoing I've ever seen. Amazing. That was actually very good comedic timing. Excellent. Okay. Brilliant. All right, Emily, what is your biggest peeve about Bennett? I said his, I mean, his work cranky mood. His work work cranky cranky mood. mood. And work cranky is, is, like two words hyphenated it's work (laughs) cranky work cranky she got it she got it i I said stress work mode perfect oh perfect yeah bennett 
What is your biggest peeve about Emily? Cleanliness. Cleanliness. It's fresh on his mind after this conversation. <laughs> All right, Emily, did you get that? I put messy slash taking oh, chargers. Done. Taking chargers. <laughs> <laughs> I love the slashes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So three, you're on one. the board. You're on the board. I, I got to say, Bennett, I, I don't think you're going to be winning this, but it just no, means know, you're, you're ever so left. Here. <laughs> he, could, he could tie it and then go to overtime. Yes. Yeah. So. Yes, Andy. Andy is stroking his cozy earth joggers right now with love. How does something this worn stay this smooth? Mm-hmm. It's so true. Usually you get pilling. It should be bumpy. All <laughs> things eventually become bumpy. It's called pilling, but yeah. Or bumpiness. Cozy Earth has mastered the art of a soft, durable material because their fabrics are made with viscose from bamboo. And you know what makes me sad about these ads is no one believes me. That oh. I wear these every day. No, everyone's like, oh, he's just I saying think they, that. I think they're starting to come around. I'm telling you, I wear these every day. And I've worn these every day for, holy cow, how yeah. long have I worn these every day I mean, day since for? we first got Cozy Earth, yes. And you continue to love them. We wash those like crazy. And look, they're black as the day we got them. No pilling, no fading. And the same can be said for our amazing Cozy Earth bed sheets, which, by the way, have been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row, Oprah. Uh, if I was, if, if I... I, Andy Levine, yeah. was on Oprah's favorite things list for five hours in a row. I would be satisfied. You? Just you? Yeah, just me. <laughs> the favorite human. Let's talk about the texture of these sheets. Because again, bamboo, you would think, oh, that's not going to make Hard. the softest sheet in the world. Yeah. But lo and behold, it's like a cloud. Yeah. It's the world silky. is filled with paradoxes. This yeah. is one of the most beautiful practical paradoxes I've come across in a long time. Honestly, when you feel it, you're like, this is what we were supposed to do. Bamboo, it grows from the earth. Yeah. It's natural. Yeah. It grows quickly. Bamboo way more. won't stop growing. It literally, you can't stop it. <laughs> yes, you always take it in this extreme direction. <laughs> but it's true. When I feel those sheets, I'm like, this is what we were supposed to do with bamboo. I agree. And also, since we've gotten those sheets, you don't sweat anymore. No. Temperature controlled sheets. What more could you ask for? I know. They're cooling, yet they keep you warm when you want to be kept warm. You know what they are? They're a captain of a well-run bed. And when I get on that bed, I feel like I'm taken care of. Yes. I don't have to worry about driving the ship. Yeah. You There's can, a lot of metaphors You there. can just drift off. Drift off into the sea. <laughs> So right now, our listeners, the Shandies, can save a whopping 35% on Cozy Earth. But hurry, this offer ends soon. Go to CozyEarth.com slash Shandy and make sure to enter Shandy at checkout to save 35%. That's Cozy Earth, C-O-Z-Y-E-A-R-T-H dot com slash Shandy. So Andy, I went to fetch my pros hair products that have my name on them. And I realized that we don't have many more with your name on them. And Andy, when I said that, you were like, mine is on the way. <laughs> so pros, personalized hair care delivered directly to your door. First of all, the reason I don't have any is, of course, because I used it all. But the reason I use it so frequently and with such vigor mm-hmm. is because it is tailored exactly to my needs. Yes. And I feel it mm-hmm. with other shampoos. Some shampoos I've used in the past, like some parts of it, like that's great. Yeah. That part is good. Yes. But then the other part isn't good. Totally. I feel like I'm going to the same barber I've been going to for like 30 years for a haircut oh, in a shampoo yeah. form. Yeah, he knows you. Yeah. He knows your preferences. He knows your hair. And when you do pros is in-depth hair consultation, it is in-depth. Yeah. They take into account your region, like your the city you're in, your zip code, and then based on that, the climate, the humidity, the water, 
we know from traveling, sometimes we'll live somewhere else where the water's way softer and we'll feel a difference in our hair and nails. Like New York City water is hard. And you know, I got to tell you, some of these quizzes I've taken for certain things like this, they're a little, they drag sometimes. Yes. I actually enjoy the pros quiz. It makes me feel like I'm at the doctor. You know, when you're at the doctor, they're doing kind of an intake. They're like asking all these questions yeah. about you and you're kind of into it. You're like, yeah. oh, <laughs> no one ever asks me these questions. I love talking about myself. No, it's so true. I had that same feeling when I did their in-depth hair consultation. (laughs) And just in case you're worried that you might be alone in pros, Mm -hmm. over 1 million people have taken their online quiz. That's a lot of consultations. It's a lot of consulting. Yeah. (laughs) And they take 85, a whopping 85 factors into account when then deciding what hair care to recommend for you to get you closer to your hair goals. And pros lacks no confidence because if you are not 100 and 100 <laughs> percent no, no, satisfied they'll take the products back no questions asked wow so custom made to order hair care from pros has your name all over it literally take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15 percent off your first order today go to pros.com slash shandy that's p-r-o-s-e dot com slash shandy to take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15 percent off okay so question number four emily what was your first ever job, meaning the first thing you got paid to do? I was uh, Pilates slash ballet classes. <laughs> Pilates slash ballet classes. Okay. She, so you were always teaching wow. fitness your whole life. That's a, bad, that's a very badass first job. I know. Seriously. <laughs> Most like people I, take I was serving ice cream to people. Oh, that was cool though. He uh, served ice cream to some famous people. Thanks for patronizing me. <laughs> There might be a, a loophole here. I don't know what the, the age is. You might be wrong on that. Okay. <laughs> I, you know, I got to be honest. My first thought was that she might be wrong as well. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, how how I mean, old were you? I feel like that's your first W-2 official, like, you know, you got an employment oh, contract. Yeah, not under the I think table. you may have went a little too far. I was well, 21. Oh. All right. So. Let's see. Were you a waitress? Okay, hold on. We may have to review this. Okay, Let's see Bennett, this. Okay. your answer is. I said she was a waitress um, mm. in college. Ah, uh, is this true? I was. Ah. Uh, oh. Wait, 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 wait. What, what month was I hired for that Pilates job versus the waitressing job? Um. <laughs> Down to the wire. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but you know what's unfortunate is no matter what, he's screwed. You're Why? right. Oh, he's right. He's right. He's right. He's right. My waitressing job a few months before I started the Pilates shop. Wow. This is, uh, this is unprecedented. But so we have- <laughs> This is unprecedented. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Wait, so she wrote down the wrong thing. She's admitting he's right. He already had that. He was already on the wait list yeah. for the half point. He's getting this point. Get- oh, you're getting a half point? No, no, no he's, no, he's getting point. a full point. He's getting yeah. a full point. Absolutely. Yeah, this yeah. is where the half point came in. Yeah, yeah. There's no question. Yeah. And also, you now know Emily better than Emily knows Emily, <laughs> which <laughs> tactically in the relationship gives you points that don't even count yeah, in this yes, game. Yeah, yes, Totally. So, Bennett, what was your first ever job, meaning the first thing you got paid to do? Um, I was a camp counselor. Excellent. Oh, that's wholesome. That's so cute. That is cute. cute. Camp counselor. I had no idea. She said bank job. She wrote valet. (laughs) Valet or bank. Those are two very different jobs. I love that. Bank. I I actually did them, you know... The same summer in LA as a summer internship, I was working at Merrill Lynch downtown and then would be a valet 
uh, you know, in, oh, in like, so became, technically bank valet, both. Is that what yeah, you meant? Yeah, I, I did them the same, the same summer, um, during wow. college. Well, oh, I, I got, I got to say that maybe a half point for Emily at some point down the line. No, no, no. I was a camp counselor no. in high school. Yeah. He, oh, oh yeah, God, yeah. got it, got it, got it. He was okay, a camp okay, counselor okay. first. Sorry, yeah. I'm trying my best. So that was Emily's first miss. She's doing so well on yeah. this. All right. So you guys are at three, two for Emily right now. And question number five. And so now, technically, Bennett, you have a 50-50 chance of tying it up, which is would be a very impressive comeback. No kidding. Considering the momentum Emily was showing. Anyway, <laughs> let's get on with it. All right. So, Emily, it is your last meal on earth. What do you order? I put chicken tenders, cookies, and grapes. <laughs> <laughs> chicken tenders Cookies. it's your last meal on earth you get chicken tenders Love and you're listening cookies. to philip glass yeah what <laughs> the hell is going on there let me ask you this could you listen to philip glass in good conscience while eating chicken tenders yeah, of course <laughs> <laughs> you, you know it's, like this is, it's nostalgia and you know what philip glass also is nostalgia because i grew up as a ballerina so i grew up listening to classical music uh. my Ah, I see. Ah. So it's all your real nostalgia person. Yeah. So these are all you like books too, because you probably read books when you were a kid and didn't have phone and stuff. Okay. okay. I respect nostalgia a yeah. lot. Oh, we love nostalgia here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Bennett, did you get that? Uh, you know, 0. 0.5, uh, kind of. But um I put spinach, eggs or chicken fingers, and chocolate chip cookies. Oh, that's I I it's I gotta give it to him. It's like two thirds. Eggs or chicken fingers? The eggs part, I don't know why you threw that in there. Why do you just get, have she the confidence eggs. of going with chicken tenders? Eggs. Yeah, she loves eggs. Eggs don't, the problem that, we're going to have to talk to the commission on this one. Yeah. Because eggs don't have anything to do with chicken tenders. No. He answered, he gave four well, things. Well, they kind of do, you know. Yeah, let's hear it. Yeah, what what do they have to do with the Oh, so you're saying the (laughs) eggs make the chickens, (laughs) which make the tenders. I got you. Oh, my goodness. It's it's a metaphysical uh, question here. Are we going to give it to him? You know, I kind of want to give it to him. You know, it's 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 a friendly environment here at Dear yeah. Shandy. Okay, and well, I think it's close enough. We're that giving you the point, but I'm we're, we're it to yeah, it's it's, it's and classical, so maybe this is justified, you know. But you already <laughs> got the half point for classical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't think we counted that. No, you kind of we kind of pushed you over. The, although okay. to be honest, he should have gotten the point regardless of the classical. So maybe the half point's coming into play now. Okay, we're being nice. You're getting the point. You're getting yeah. the point. This is with a heavy heart. We're okay. giving this, but we're <laughs> you really fought for it. Eggs or chicken tenders? I, you know, the eggs and chicken tenders is throwing us off the fact that he put spinach, just spinach. Emily, it's just Cold spinach. Just spinach. spinach. I'll go through what? like a bag of spinach at a time. A day. Oh my goodness. Yeah, okay. she kills spinach. Yep. Yeah. Why okay. the chicken cross the road to get away from the guy who eats eggs and chicken tenders? Good. <laughs> <laughs> mm. All right. So Bennett, it's your last meal on earth. What do you order? I said um, fried chicken, steak, and donuts. I mean, that's a respectable okay. last meal. Yeah, fried chicken, steak, donuts. Emily, did you get that? No, I got steak, Brussels, and cookies. Oh, she got <laughs> one out of three. It's always cookies. <laughs> he loves like, cookies. Yeah, loves cookies. He's every I day. Mean, 
Charlene is a big lover. I, of you know, I, I respect. I think cookies are superior to donuts. I'm just gonna say. Yeah, it. but they're dry though. That's the problem. No, you assume all cookies are dry. Not all cookies yeah, are dry. But you love dry cookies. I, I like all cookies, whether they're dry or moist. Do you not love dry cookies? I love dry cookies. I like okay. all cookies. Okay. Okay. What's your favorite cookie in New York? I mean, for me, it's insomnia. In, yeah, insomnia is really good. I think Levant is really yeah, but good, Levant's but it's overrated. Too much cookie. Yeah, it's, it's too, too much, much cookie. It's I don't want a meal. Cakey. I just want a cookie. There's That's a, a place. It's very yeah. moist, but it's too much. It's just like it's like a cake. Yes. I love the the energy level when we started talking about cookies. I have some things to say. We're all on pins and needles. Yeah. Wait, did no, we we're already? done. Oh, we're done. It's so three, she didn't three. get it. It's three three. They're it's tied. Three, three. You were right about the tie. I was close to the tie, and 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 I and I really was pulling for a Bennett comeback, and that's what happened. So now it's question. a brand new ball game. You yes. have one question. No, 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 no. They have to first decide. I'm deciding. No, no. Shh. Do you want to break this tie and go off into your day loving each other equally? Or not break this tie and go off into the day loving each other equally? Or do you want there to be a winner today? Need some wins. I like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's go. Okay, I wasn't really sure what they were going to say to that. All right, one question we ha- one Football second player. we have to talk about this. Okay, it's time for the tiebreaker. All right. I wasn't sure if they were going to want to go into tiebreaker. The yogi way would be to end it. Yeah, tie. I thought there was going to be more like no, like we're this is good. We just love each other equally. But but no. I think Emily may have wanted to say it. Uh, Emily, you probably wanted. Oh yeah, to tie, definitely. Right? She wanted to end in the tie for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. and then Ben was like, no, football. Come we on, need a win. All right, well, we'll see if that bites him in the ass. All right. Okay, so Emily, we're going to ask you first, Bennett, this is your point. Emily, when you were a child, what did you want to be when you grew up? I said, dancer. Dancer. Yes, I feel like I would have put my money on that. Oh, Oh. he got it, ballerina. Very Very nice. Very good. Were you faking lack of confidence there, Bennett? No, no, I I knew that that was an easy one. Oh, wow. okay. I can't tell. He's got a, you got a good poker I know. face. Uh, Bennett, you're hard to read yeah. more so than I was expecting. Yeah. yeah. It's got a game face, real hard game yeah. face. Yeah. Okay. Bennett, when you were a child, what did you want to be when you grew up? Michael Jordan, NBA player. <laughs> or or <laughs> you wanted to be Michael Jordan or an yeah. NBA player? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want him to work. <laughs> okay. Like old Michael Jordan in the casino, like smoking cigars, <laughs> getting fat, or yeah, yeah. anything. <laughs> Okay, Emily, did you get that? She got basketball player. Wow. Double overtime. Wow. 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 Look at this. Four, four. See, now they love each other again. Okay. Okay. So now, no, no, no. Now we're good. Now we're good. (laughs) So, So, Bennett, you want to keep going, but Emily wants to stop, right? We're good. We're good. You sure? One more. <laughs> you know, this is like, who wants to be a millionaire? It's like $200,000 is plenty. Let's just go home so we don't have a fight. Okay. I So stop. Stop. Okay, whatever. Oh, <laughs> he wants it. It's so funny That's when fine. they disagree. You guys are so We've cute. never ended in a tie. This is a first. Yeah. You know, Emily doesn't are... like, um, you know, competitive sports, right? You know, like, it's like. No, That's I'm good. the same as you. I I am not competitive at all. 
I just like, let's oh. play the game for the fun of the game. I think this is a, I, I respect, usually I push for the, for the finality of it, but yeah. I'm, I'm okay with this time. Yeah. It feels, it feels right. It feels right with the feels two right. of you. Yes, it does. Oh, thank you guys. Bennett and Emily, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, We've had such guys. a great time getting to know you. You too. This thank was so you. fun. It was a good, you know, we, we really loved it. Wish we had done it sooner. Thank you. Oh, guys. How oh, sweet of you to sweet. say. Yeah. And yeah, well, you, you're going to go off into your day loving each other equally. <laughs> exactly yeah, the exact right amount thank you so much and we'll be in touch all right thank you guys thank you. Okay. thanks bye bye yeah <sighs> oh, that was fun the newlyweds game always always is a good is good for a laugh <laughs> <laughs> what? what's going on over there what oh i was giving my head a good rub <laughs> You caught me. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I could tell you were kind of distracted by how good that felt. <laughs> He's like, oh, that. And then it was game. It's always oh, good time. Uh, yeah, I really wasn't sure if they were going to go into overtime. Yeah, I, I I didn't know because Emily certainly, it seems like she's the type of person who would be very happy with a tie. Yeah. That's the perfect, that's the perfect suits, yin and yang. It's yeah. a perfect balance. You know what they summed up with that slight lack of, I don't know, seeing eye to eye. Yeah. The way they complement each other, I feel like. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He's, he wants to just, yeah. and she's like, no. It's okay. Just take it down. Yes. We're fine. Yeah. It's Let okay. it be. Let it be. Let it be a little messy. Yes, a tie. You know, I actually, if we tied, I also think I would want to just end with a tie. Mm. <laughs> you know, uh. you wouldn't want to. Uh, you know, I like closure. Oh, but it's this is different. This isn't. You're about, right. You're this right. This isn't about I, a prize. It's just about how well we you know, know each you other. You know why I would want to end in a tie? Because I have a feeling you might know me a tiny bit better than I know you, and I would feel like I got away with it. Mm, yeah, yeah, I yeah, agree with that. Yeah, you know some deep And that's stuff. the thing. If I feel like if you got the the last point and you won, you would be all gloaty, but deep down, <laughs> I like I think I do know you slightly better than you know yeah, me, yeah. which is, you know, I just no no right. offense. No, no, it's not taken. <laughs> and I would feel like that was an injustice with the world. I completely agree with everything <laughs> that we have just said. They were cute. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so funny. I went into that love fest thinking they were going to be way more New York than they are. Yeah. They're more LA than New York. Way more. Like I went into this being like, oh yeah, they met in New York. You know, she, she taught yoga here and he was, you know, a finance guy here. Like they're, they're New York, but they're just in LA for a while. But then talking to them, I'm like, no, they're LA. (laughs) They're LA. And in the most, there's nothing derogatory about that. No, they're just clearly LA. Yeah. It's much more like outdoors, like chill, not like way more chill. Although he's a little, he's got a little more New York in him. Yeah. Yeah. He's fighting it. Yeah. He's fighting it. It's like, (laughs) he's like, can we come out now? He's like, no, stay down. He was also super poker faced yeah. during the game. But I tell you, that was a it was a hard fought tie. Both sides really it was a it was a fight. Yeah. His competitive nature came out. Yeah. It's yeah. impressive. I honestly like when that game started, I, I thought we might have a zero zero going. They got no, into it. They, they ended did up well. ended up at four four. Yeah, they did very well. Yeah. All right. I do I mean eggs and chicken fingers, I'm still <laughs> You look, you know. There are always going to be newlywed answers that we're never quite sure about. My favorite that was is pretty him saying that they're kind of the same. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I mean, at first, I thought that was absurd. And when yeah. I thought more about it, he's kind of right. Yeah, I mean, they're more the same than, than spinach or cookies. 
Definitely. Yes. We can agree. What we've learned from this love fest is that eggs and chicken tenders are more similar than cookies and spinach. I really liked them. She has such a calming presence. And it's, I swear, like, even if I didn't know, I mean, obviously it's, it's hard to forget that both her parents are therapists, Mm. but just some of her answers, like there was such a, I don't know, a, a letting things happen, like a, like, she's like water you know what i mean she's bending yeah, around yeah. what happens what happens to her and not trying to grip her way through life it it feels real coming from her like she practices what she preaches yeah there are some you know i'm sure there's some famous yoga instructors or even not famous yoga instructors yeah. i know <laughs> there are a lot of not famous yoga instructors but a lot of them i feel like it's sort of forced yeah, sometimes oh. it feels like it's like you gotta do yeah, this yeah, yeah, and yeah. you gotta be like this. No, it sometimes feels like an affect. She's just living. She is the thing. Yes, I agree. And I'm not just. I'm not butter. I don't butter. No, I don't do it. He's not buttering. Butter. No, it's not butter. <laughs> it's margarine. <laughs> I can't believe. <laughs> you know. Do people eat margarine anymore, or is that like gone? It I don't know. I feel anymore. like margarine. When people realize that it's actually. You know, it's better to just have butter. butter. Yeah. Is which, margarine a brand name or is that a, like a, is that no, like a No, it's a product? type of product. Yeah. Are you sure margarine's not a yeah, brand name? Yeah, there's Basel, Basel. Oh, so margarine is like a, a, a group of product. It's the type of yeah, thing. Yeah, it's like butter. So it's not it's a It's not brand. like you're going to go buy, you're going to go and buy Lactantia. What's that butter brand? <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about, but let's get back to margarine. So, so there's no margarine company. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. It's like eggs, butter. These are, you buy the brand name of the thing. I'm going to look into margarine after this. You know that I can't believe it's not butter. The spokesperson. Died. <laughs> oh, what happened? No, it's um, Fabio. Is it really? It was for a really long time. Fabio. I was about to say he was the first celebrity I ever met. Fabio. Yes. Random, wow. right? And did you meet him because you wanted to or it just happened randomly? Oh, I was in I was in LA with my oh, family obviously. on like a Hollywood tour oh. and they took us to this bar by day where Fabio always hung out and they're like Fabio might be here and I had a Hello Kitty pad. <laughs> I was really young and I went up to him and asked him for his autograph and he he How signed you know my who Hello Fabio Kitty pad. Was? I didn't. I was just told that he was famous. Oh, so you had no idea who Fabio was. You just, he's a famous person. I was told he was famous and I was really young. And so I was like, oh, I'm meeting a famous person. I want to get his autograph on my Hello Kitty pad. And when you saw him, did you not say like, maybe that's not the famous person I should be getting my first autograph from? No, I was just just like, whatever, he's famous. I don't care if he looks like, you know, he's Yeah, which is funny because now that I'm older, I'm, I'm kind of, I don't really care about fame. But when I was little, you know, when everyone's like, oh, Fabio, like everyone was talking. superhero. Yeah. It's like he was famous. And so. So therefore, I wanted to have something to remember oh, the moment. That's so with. cute. And that eventually got thrown out, I'm assuming. I have you no still idea don't where it that. is It today. would be great if you still I had wish, that. I'm I very wish sad, I did. You know? yeah. There was a question I meant to ask them, actually, about working together. Mm. You know, because there is... But they don't work together. They don't really, but they kind of, you know, create some content. Oh, they do? No, I mean, not a... It's. I wouldn't say it's their main thing, but, you know, they both have platforms and occasionally they'll do things together. I guess it's not really the same. Huh. Huh. I didn't know that they did that. Oh, well, it's actually a lot of it is them doing yoga together. And he's really quite good. She's amazing. Let me tell you, she has this recent reel where she's just at the kitchen counter like this. And then she just lifts up 
and up onto her arms onto the kitchen counter. What? <laughs> yes. Oh my god! She's that's, just like that's she, like a that's like a move out of like the ring. That's good content. Yeah, that is great content. Yeah, open wide. Here's some content. Daddy made you your favorite open wide. Uh, oh here yeah, comes daddy some made you your favorite. Yeah, open <laughs> wide. Here is some content. Yeah, yeah. that's my yeah. Uh, my hall pass right there. It's always fun having a couple on that is so yin yang. Like they're. Like they're, it's obvious. Yeah. Sometimes you can't tell. With them, I feel like it's so obvious yeah, the ways in which they're yin yang. It's perfect fit. Yeah. Just a, wait. <laughs> it was even funny watching him answer. You know, he he was very well spoken, and he would answer very like in a very constructive and well formulated, proper sentence structure oh, yeah. kind of way. And then she would be like, <laughs> "Like, <laughs> um. yeah, yeah, it's great." Yeah, he's good. I mean, I gotta be honest, like. It, in the corporate world, whatever he's doing is good. Oh, you feel like he's good at it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Whatever he does, he's good at it. Well, that's the vibe I got actually from the Newlyweds game is, you know, we, we took it as sort of sternness. But I think that they are both, she touched on a couple times them being particular. And mm. I get kind of perfectionist, like, definitely, like, both. I want to do everything to the best of my abilities, kind of way. She's perfectionist in her pursuit of non perfection. Oh. And he's perfectionist in his pursuit of perfection. Oh, interesting. That's the way I saw it. Yeah. It, I mean, and they're both very respectable. Yeah. Hers might be slightly more respectable in this day and age. Yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> now. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, no screens. I mean, whatever she's up to, I don't know what happened as a child, but she she's figured it out. Yeah, I feel like I need to uh, let some of that rub off on me. I mean, I, it's too late for us. <laughs> I can't get over the fact that he was like, I knew instantly that she was the one. And, you know, he pursued her with all these emails. And then he didn't have the DTR conversation. Yeah, but I don't find that as weird as you. Because I, I think it, uh, if you're dating today, you got to do it. You know what I think? I think first of all, it's a, it's, a, it's a generational thing. I think that guy's more in my generation than yours. That guy. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, this guy over here. Sorry, <laughs> Bennett. Yeah, you I think- meant that guy like uh, you know endearingly. Yeah, that guy. No, I, uh, that guy. <laughs> okay. But I think that I felt like the way I behaved in relationships prior to you. It was like, obviously, like I, I assumed you knew, like you had a movie of all my past relationships. Mm. And you're like, oh, of course we're in a relationship, a serious relationship, because look at the way you acted before. Like, I didn't know you didn't have that prior knowledge. Yeah. So I was like, of course, like how, what else am I supposed to do? I'm like completely with it. Yeah, but just for the woman's perspective, you know, you want the guy to not make you have that conversation and you don't want to assume anything because like I said, everyone's on the apps, everyone's dating multiple people, or at least most people are. And it's just, it kind of sucks as the woman to be forced to be like, so are we oh, I exclusive? You know? No, I agree. I agree with both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree that he has the right to be like, I showed you. Like, yeah. what else do you need? Why do we have to have a conversation? It and feels antiquated. To be fair, I think a lot of people would agree with that. Yeah. And she's right to be like, feeling like, where am I? I don't know what's going on, but I'm used to this happening. Yes. So everyone's right. Yeah. Everybody right. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing I liked is how he mentioned when you're dating in a city like New York, it's like you, your senses are all heightened, like yeah. to the point where when you see the person you want, like that's, you know, yes. I don't think that's the case for everyone, but I think it's the case for a lot of people. It's the case for me. 
Yeah, it was the case for you. Okay. Well, I think we can wrap there. (laughs) If you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you. And that is to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Leave us Apple and Spotify podcast ratings and reviews. Tell your friends. Tell them. And generally do all the things that you would do to support a podcast you enjoy. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye-bye.